When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to The Great Beyond, an Is This Good Companion pod where I catch up with my friend and yours, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks for coming and producing the show. She's very close to figuring out how the newly get... (laughs) Nope. (laughs) She's very close to figuring out how the newlywed game works. Rachel Doyle. We don't do second takes on this show. No second takes. No second takes. Even though it's we're four seconds in, it wouldn't be that hard, certainly, to reset. But we don't do that on this show. Uh, Rachel, how many more weeks do you think you need? Have you been have you been watching game tape? Uh, I'm gonna need some more time. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll do uh, this. If you, Be ready by next Valentine's. By oh, next Valentine's right Day. Okay. okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, on Monday we came up with our Valentine's Day episode. We thought it would be a great opportunity to have Rachel on Is This Good. Obviously, she's been on The Great Beyond. She has not been on uh, Is This Good. And Jill, my girlfriend as well. We, it's doing great numbers on YouTube, way more than normal. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's people uh, clicking over to see if my girlfriend is hot. Uh, <laughs> and that's fine. We all do it. We all see a guy. He's talking about his girlfriend or wife. And for you agreeing with this, J.D.? There's a uh, voice 100%. in her head going, I wonder if she's hot. <laughs> she's- it makes no difference to my life or to whether... What this person is saying is true, or if I like them or not, but I somehow need to know. And I'm not surprised you're agreeing, because if you ever Google, like, X person, the thing that pops up first is wife. Yeah. Always. Because people totally. are Googling. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Right. And, and there's the extra, oh, hmm, interesting. She sounds hot. She sounds hot <laughs> in my ears. I wonder if my, the hotness of her voice matches the hotness of her face and body. Totally. And you know what? I'm not going to say. Uh, you should go and check it out. <laughs> go and you check it out. Judge. And how how long do they have to watch for it to count as a view? <laughs> oh, uh, 20 minutes, I think, to get a real sense. Oh, 20 minutes? Sense. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to turn away. There's too much good stuff in there anyway. It was a super fun episode. The Newlywed Game was very funny. Um, mostly in that Rachel and Jill both not understanding it <laughs> yeah. in the exact same way. <laughs> Uh, it was very amusing to me. Of course, everyone already knows that Rachel's hot from this very show. Jesus. People have. But, you know, check back every show, by the way. If you're only listening to this. True. Is she, she still trying? She might... I don't know. Well, sometimes, sometimes you really tart it up for this show, Rachel. And I think people should check to see if this is one of those this... shows. Is not. You are not happy with your Valentine's look. Oh my you, God. You, you, you put me at the desk and shone that light on me like I was under <laughs> well, surveillance. She, she, like, the chair that I'm in right now, she's now calling the ugly chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you're sitting in it. Oh. <laughs> 
I'll have you know, Tass Mellis sits in this chair. Oh, he could never look ugly, though. No, that is true. That is Consensus best-looking donkey, so <laughs> there's a hole in your theory, Rachel. Also, lighting's supposed to make people look better, not worse. So what? What? will you look better with a shadow cast over your yes, face like you're the fan of the opera? I look better in the dark, Matt. Let's okay, just say we that. All more do. more lower we all the light. Do. Oh, honey, for Valentine's Day, I want to leave the lights on tonight, okay? That's... <laughs> that is... That is an ask. That is an ask. <laughs> Woo! That is your gift to me. <laughs> uh, all right, go back, check out that episode. It was very fun. And hey, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we'll do, if we're still doing the show in a year, and if uh, Jill and I are still together uh, as boyfriend and girlfriend, uh, kidding, we won't be because we might be... <gasps> Married by that point. Was, I don't know. Why am I even saying this? It why am I even like saying that? Yeah, why did I just say that? I don't know why I said that. Well, we can't go back and retake it, so mm. we're stuck with it. Uh, any way too late uh, Super Bowl recap we need to do? Obviously, Thursday, the Super Bowl was on Sunday, but as we always used to say when we're producing a show, sure, people have heard people talk about this, but they haven't heard you talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Way too well. To, uh, it came out today, I guess. To we're pre-taping the show, but uh, it came out that it's the highest-rated television program of all time since the moon all landing. The moon landing was number one. Well, I, I think so. Actually, 123 million people watched the Super Bowl. That kind of makes sense, actually. What, like, uh, do you think? Um... Beatles on Ed Sullivan is a, but th- there were yeah. so many fewer people. Were there? <laughs> what was the population of America? <laughs> You're right about the population, but I'm uh, relaying a headline that I saw. I didn't actually get into the uh, the article. Do you think that, like, on the day of the moon landing, uh, people were in their homes go- going like, "Why are they cutting to Neil Armstrong's <laughs> wife? <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit if she's worried her husband's going to explode in the atmosphere?" Did they cut to to Mrs. Armstrong? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. They didn't have the technology. They didn't, they didn't they, have they, the, they didn't know how much that the America cared about that. But uh, but yeah, here's another thing I read: Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what's his? He's a wide receiver. Is that his? Whatever. Tight end. He, tight end. Tight end. Tight end. Uh, for the 49ers. No, Chiefs. The Chiefs. My bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. We can't retake it. We can't we retake cannot, it. We cannot. Uh, he he paid a million dollars to for uh-huh. this suite that his girlfriend and all of her friends and his family were all in. He out of his own pocket. He paid a million dollars. To what it was like at the win or something like the presidential suite? It was like, well, oh, no. Well, it, what do you mean in the win? What are like, you saying? Was it, was it an Airbnb or was it like a no for the for the suite in the game? Like the the oh, the box, oh for the box the private box. What one million dollars this guy paid for his girlfriend and his family, friends and family to all watch the Super Bowl? Okay, fine, right? Like that's that's great. Um. His girlfriend is a billionaire. <laughs> he, he's dirt poor compared to his <laughs> girlfriend, and he forked over a million dollars. By the way, Taylor Swift just being there 
the, the NFL should be paying for that suite. Yeah, right? like, that's why I'm a little dubious of this claim. So you're saying they were? He was like, obviously, I'm going to have to get a box for my mother Donna, mm-hmm. my brother Jason, yes, his Ice wife. Spice. I forget her name. Ice Spice <laughs> got to be there. Blake Lively, <laughs> as if these people can't help pitch in a few pennies. Wait, people. Blake Lively was there? Uh huh. Was Ryan there? Mm-mm. No, no, wow. Ryan wasn't there. He had a hilarious tweet saying, "Has anyone seen my wife?" Oh. <laughs> He's oh, a wow. scamp. Anyways, Blake, uh, Li- Blake Lively, who who has people saying, "Oh, look, Jessica Biel is there." Feeling like, that's not Jessica Biel, and you go, and, "Sorry, <laughs> Jessica Alba." And they're like, "No, you're still wrong." I don't know why those those three people are like one person in my head. Huh. That's uh, fair. Okay, but so you're saying, uh, of course, I got to get this box. They come back and say, absolutely, we've been reserving for you. That'll be a million dollars. He says, a million dollars? That's one-sixth of the price of this home I bought because of Taylor Swift. Did you know about that? I did not know that. Mm. Okay, so he bought, he had a a house in, I don't know, somewhere in Missouri. And... (laughs) But it was too public. It was, like, too approachable and not secure enough. So yeah. when he started dating Taylor, he bought, like, this giant $6 million mansion in the woods. Wow. And people were like, well, I hope that works out for you, buddy. If not, you just bought this $6 million mansion for really – you moved for no reason. Right. But anyways, so let's say he says a million is too steep. I'm not doing it. The NFL's like, okay, we'll sell it to someone else. No, of course. They, they need to have them in the box. They yeah. need that for the ratings, exactly. for the storylines. Exactly. So I that's appreci- why I'm a little dubious. I'm a dubious yeah. as well, but it, that's, what the, that's what the Instagram post said. Oh, well, then it must be true. <laughs> Well, it was, uh, you, you think it was that guy on Instagram that was like, uh, oh, hey, uh, how much do you pay for your apartment? <laughs> how much do you pay for your luxury suite? Can I take a tour of it? Uh, could it well, it was, uh, it was, I think it was Bleacher Report that I saw it on. Ever heard of it? Yeah, B slash R. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Started as a very disreputable blog. <laughs> published click, clickbait and Half True Rumors that was purchased by Turner Sports mm-hmm. and made into a reputable news source. That's right. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Well, I think that's where I where I read that. A million uh, bucks for one for for one suite. That's pretty pretty steep. I have that a is... question for you though. Now, can he be a tight end and a wide receiver? That's a great question. No, he does receive the ball. Like he is. I'm a, not I, talking she's about just football. Making a joke. I mean, Taylor oh. could <laughs> Taylor oh God, could take oh care God. of business. Why did I? <laughs> earnestly answer that question i love that you did um <laughs> as, if, as if you were gonna be like now in overtime the 49ers win the they win the coin toss right but they elect to receive do you think that do you think that given the fact that you can have a fourth down mentality if you uh if you defend on the first possession do you think that was a mistake by kyle shanahan but no, you're literally making a sex joke. Please continue. No, it's okay. I got what I needed from that. Thank you. <laughs> okay, yeah, I did too. I got what I needed to look like a fucking idiot. Thanks a lot. Rachel. You never do, baby. Never. Hey, uh, can we start over? Yeah. Reset. 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 Let's reset. Uh, okay, so then obviously I have to get your halftime show thoughts. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Usher. 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 Now, Usher, I'm not that familiar with, to be honest. You, uh-huh. you are familiar with the most important lines of yeah from Lincoln singing it every time <laughs> yeah. we're in the car. He sings the Luda part. Yeah. And, you know, I like that song. I like Usher in general. I thought it was a good halftime show. I It was very uh, different to um, Rihanna the year before yeah. descending mm-hmm. from the rafters mm-hmm. and, and, and Usher right there in the field. Like, I like that. 
Yeah, that was, it was a good start. Which Beyonce was, did as well, I think. I think he sweat it more than the players. Like, he put in a lot of effort. Like, he was he was great. Yeah. He was he great. He put in effort. That's <laughs> Sorry. Not like, that's the bare minimum you want. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> But I mean, sorry, he's exerting so you, much you, into you, this. He was going to be like, fine, I'll do the Super Bowl halftime show, but I really don't want to have to like shower after before the, the parties. So I mean, here's what I'm thinking. So the first Super Bowl halftime act to be done from a stool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need a And he chair. could get off, maybe hump the stool a bit, but. That's, that's easy. You seated. don't sweat doing that. Uh, okay. And it was. I'm going to say was, I didn't. I, oh, go. Sorry. Go ahead. It was a nice sort of uh, as a non-usher guy. It was nice. I thought the pacing of the the medley of t- tunes that he did was mm-hmm. nice, and the yeah. the ones I recognized was like, oh, Leonardo meme. You know, I know that one. You know, right. I know that one. And uh, the big pop in our house when Ludacris shows up. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I think in every house. Mm-hmm. Um, I found the roller skating weird, little Starlight <laughs> Express, um, yeah. which fine. Uh, Rachel, you found the outfits a little weird once the roller skates were. It was like they were out. cartoons. They were an- dressed up as anime characters. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to be impressed. He had some roller skating skills. I was more impressed I'm, by how quickly he got those skates on. What and- I was oh, going to say. That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, I mean, I, I don't roller skate, but having the experience of playing hockey as a child, I w- like putting on skates that quickly, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm still taping up my ankles. <laughs> could you vamp a bit more, her? Her, could you play one of your hit songs? I know the names. I just don't want to say it right now. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, anyway, I, it was fine. It was good. Yeah, you know. it was good. It was good to find. Like, we could sit here and talk about the choreography and the set design and, and the costumes and all that. But at the end of the day, if you don't love the artist, like if, if the songs aren't there, yeah. it, there's going to be a cap to how much you enjoy it. And for me, I don't, I don't really care about Usher. Like I certainly like grew up alongside of him. Like he was popular at, in those teen years, mm-hmm. but I, okay. Well, I kind of can divide all Super Bowl halftime acts into into two categories, two basic categories. One is like hot right now, like yes. you're at your kind of peak. Album coming or, out kind of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or you're a legend. Right. Mm-hmm. And and we'd be happy to have you anytime. So like you 2 McCartney, Stones, Petty and the Heartbreakers, Springsteen, sure. Madonna, Dr. Prince, those kind of people. Mm-hmm. And like a couple years ago, we had uh, like the Eminem, Dre, Snoop, mm-hmm. which was I would say a nostalgia act at this point. Mm-hmm. 100%. But so good. Many more bangers and big songs. Oh, and yeah. more importantly, the right tempo. That's my big problem with Usher. It's an, he's an R&B. Like he certainly has songs like Yeah that are faster paced and Oh my God and DJ's got us falling in love, which weirdly he didn't play cuz it's one of his more up-tempo songs and it's one of his biggest or most streamed songs on on uh, Spotify. Mm-hmm. But who, I don't really want to hear six slow jams at halftime of the right. Super Bowl. I just, I don't think it's appropriate. So he was neither at the peak. I know he has a new album out, but like, come on. I know he's selling out his residency, but he's mm-hmm. a nostalgia act at this point. Yes. And I don't know that he's big enough or has the songs to satisfy me. Now, that being said, like, I have other groups of friends, like the, you know, the Skeets Tass 
group of friends mm-hmm. who uh, love R&B and they were blowing up the group chat being like this is the greatest thing of all time. Right. But but that being said like when uh Maroon 5 played in 2019, I didn't fucking like that either and I didn't care how good the stagecraft was. I was just like I don't like any of these songs. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do you want me to say? There there's a cap to it. <laughs> so who would you who who would you like to see next year? I <laughs> who would I, I like to see? Matteo Matteo's ultimate Super Bowl halftime show. Okay, if we're gonna go nostalgia, then let's do um, let's do like 2001 nostalgia. We'll get <laughs> okay. we'll get the Strokes. Then like you got Jack Meg White. She's gonna reunite for this, wow. even though oh. she apparently hates playing drums and will never do it again. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll get Karen O and the AAS up there. Okay. Uh, we'll get uh, Interpol. <laughs> sure. We'll just have a little geriatric millennial <laughs> festival up there. Wow, I like that idea of just doing a year, like yeah. this year's. Okay. And it's a, it's twenty years ago, right? Or you pick a you pick a year, I guess whatever. If you, don't make it twenty years ago. Make it at least twenty years ago. Right? Okay. So, yeah, you do two thousand two. What all those bands you just said two thousand two. So well, two, wouldn't it be two thousand four or five? For well, I guess yeah, if it's twenty, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But whatever. But that I don't still know. works. I don't know. Or like I, don't know, I, I like rock music, but there are no rock bands. I mean, Coldplay already did it. Mm-hmm. The Chili Peppers have done it. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, they did it with Bruno Mars, and I remember Bruno Mars doing it. Bruno Mars is a good example of Prime. Yes. Like 2014 Prime Bruno Mars. And in a sense, Bruno Mars is very Usher-esque. Like yeah. dance heavy. Yeah. But he has a lot more up-tempo songs than Usher. Or at least more up-tempo hits. And I think a lot of people watched the Bruno Mars one or went into it going like, ah, Bruno Mars, uh, I don't know from Bruno Mars. That's what a lot of people were saying. And I think a lot of people came away going like, wow, that was really great. Yeah. And I knew more of the songs than I thought. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I'm the wrong fucking audience, obviously. Like, we there was a run, I think I have it written down here, like starting in 2002 to whatever, <clears throat> let's say 2010, in those years, you had U2, McCartney, The Stones, Prince, Petty, Springsteen, The Who. Wow. Like, yeah, I'm a mark for that. Now, I, I also understand that much of this country is like, shut up, old man. You had yeah. your time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and to that, I say, fine. Like, keep having Usher come. I, I mean, I don't really care. But <laughs> it's just not for me. So so it's, uh, it's like, sure, wa- was the dancing good? Yeah. yeah. Were the roller skates cool? Yeah, sure. But. Yeah. If I don't like, and also, you know, I one more thing. I disagree. There was like 13 minutes long. I don't think that the music direction was very good. I thought he switched songs too frequently. Yeah. Like normally at the Super Bowl, I'm fine with like I'm not the old man at the club being like, play the full song. I want to hear the bridge. (laughs) But in the Super Bowl, I'm fine with like running through your whole catalog at a pretty breakneck pace. But there was like like uh, I'm in seven o'clock. I'm in the drop top. If I got the time wrong, I'm sorry. But he literally said that line and moved on. Right, yeah. yeah. And there, there, were two, there were a few lines. times where he said one sentence, mm. just so people were like, oh, that's the start of a song. And then he was into something else. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I had some some notes. That's 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 a fair criticism. But again, like, but- am I the biggest Rihanna fan in the world? No. But, like, Rihanna has so many undeniable, amazing, banger, up-tempo songs. Right. I'm like, do it every year. Yeah. Sure. And she had good stagecraft, too. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's uh, your old man report. <laughs> that's your super old man report. You heard people talking about it, but you hadn't heard of What about, do you have 
any opinions on any of the commercials because I have to admit they washed over me. Like I, I can't really pull one out of my brain. Yeah, I've said this on No Dunks podcast, but the Ken Jeong one bothered me the, for the Popeye's chicken. Oh shit! So I can't say people haven't heard you talk about it before because they have. They heard have heard me it. talk about it, but you know it's completely different audience over here. So I'll repeat. So wait, what what I, was your problem with with my, old Kenny? My problem was that I actually liked it a lot as a commercial. Guy getting unfrozen in the present day and go and I'm just being amazed by all the the cool shit that okay that 2024 has to offer. My problem with it was that Ken Jeong is a is a modern day person that is alive in 2024. Like it, it's it's very distracting to have a celeb mm. a current A list celebrity be unfrozen. <laughs> From when? Like when was this? Is, is so he's when not, did he die? Right. <laughs> when, when did they freeze him? He never got out of that trunk in the Hangover. <laughs> I mean, I I, I like Kenji. I think I thought he was hilarious in in the in the commercial, and I, I think it's a good commercial. But my and my joke on the the show was uh, do a hologram of Humphrey Bogart or somebody like actually from the past, like who. But why would it need to be a hologram if he's being unfrozen? Because Humphrey Bogart's dead. <laughs> right. But presumably he froze himself like like Walt Disney. Oh, so we it would be an actor playing Humphrey Bogart. No, or they they roto his face yeah, on Yeah, yeah, like okay, did but for yeah, whatever. Yeah. So but that. Uh uh yeah. uh, uh oh. bring a dead a, celebrity back dead. Or, or somebody. Well, what uh, what what's that guy who was uh, actually the baseball player who was frozen? Was that guy Ted Williams? Ted Williams was frozen? I don't know. Are you thinking of like a Futurama episode, per chance? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Who was that guy that was in The Matrix? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Or if if it's a a modern day person, do Brendan Fraser Mm -hmm. and do him as the caveman from Encino Man. Sure. Yes. That's why that's why one out of every three days I wake up thinking, should I pivot to advertising? <laughs> I mean, you and I are both better than most with this. Well, I'd like you to call up some recruiters on my behalf and tell them that because uh, from the ones I've spoken to, apparently my complete lack of experience in the field is Please. going to be a bit of an issue. Give me a fucking Come break. On. Well, I do think, though, sometimes that like advertising is the last field where you can be at least slightly creative and have have a job hmm. yeah <laughs> like sure where else i saw what paramount's like killing eight percent not killing well, metaphorically killing eight percent of their staff mm-hmm. so I, I don't know it's like every day there's a new a news outlet a media outlet that's firing a ton of people i'm sure that advertising world's topsy-turvy as well but i, I watch Mad Men. I, I'm, I can do it <laughs> yeah definitely you definitely you'd could. be great at it Right now, well, in the podcasting world, it's like, here, you write it. Oh, like that's for an, they give you an ad, yeah. you mean? Here's your promo code. Right. You write it. Well, and that's that's called free labor. You're <laughs> exactly. fantastic at it, too. Like, you're so funny. I, Matt, you'd be f- so good at that. I mean, you're both oh, well, so Well, I'm not good. asking for compliments, but I will be. JD, can you clip this? I, yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. I'd like to send it to Wyden and Kennedy. <laughs> Just learned it's not Whedon. Okay? Oh, maybe that's it's not why like, you didn't get called. Like Joss. Back. No, just kidding. <laughs> Mr. White, I'm <laughs> very happy to meet you. <laughs> when I was when I was in law school, someone 
someone I knew had a brother that was in a, a talent agency in LA. Mm-hmm. And I had expressed like, oh, maybe when I graduate, I want to get into like maybe entertainment law, maybe be an agent, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, he's like, okay, call my brother. You could speak to him. And I spoke to him and he was like, instead of just talking to me, he would just like quizzed me. And he was basically like trying to get me to realize I wasn't CAA material. Right. And he was like, name the top three talent agencies in America. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, um, I was like, CAA. <laughs> I forget which ones they were because they've all merged, like maybe Endeavor. Yeah. And then I said, uh, Philip Morris. And he goes, Philip Morris. <laughs> Philip Morris? Oh my God. Philip Morris, the company that makes cigarettes. You think Philip Morris? I think the words you're looking for is William Morris. And oh I was like, uh, yes. God. Uh, I was like, you're right. And then he's like, you want to pick up my laundry for three years? You want to pick up my laundry for three years before you even get a look in my office? I'm like, oh, no, okay. And at the time, I didn't really drive. So I was like, I can't be an agent. Right, right. It's like, I, what, Uber didn't, it wasn't invented back then. What was I going to do? Take a cab everywhere? So did, I, did you call him up when you became a client of CAAs? No, oh, fuck, I should have. Oh, what a flex. What a- oh, He's and he was like, really? CAA? And I was like, well, CAA sports. sports. But still. <laughs> but still. <laughs> but still. Us and Tom Cruise. Very similar. <laughs> we're well, we're both short. I guess that's where, that's where it ends. Well, speaking of I, the short kings. You're still a client. I'm not. That's you're not. Thing. Oh, yeah. That's true. I'm sure. I'm sure if you wanted to get back into the game. <laughs> okay. Put in a good word for me. Sure. Uh, speaking of short kings. Um. Did you tell me that Ludacris is kind of short? Yeah, I pissed next to him in uh, New Orleans All-Star. Exactly, yeah, that's what I remember. But at the final shot of that halftime show, Ludacris towering over Usher. Am I crazy? Uh, No, but Usher is also short. Yeah, well, I know, but I'm just saying, like, like, he felt much shorter to me. Those outfits, he might have been wearing some... Some heels, some some DeSantis yeah, lifts. Because they yeah. were crazy outfits. Yeah. Wait, Okay, was... so uh, hold on. According to this, I, first of all, I just Googled ludicrous, and then I was going to type in height, and the first thing that came up was wife, obviously. Yeah. Um, it says hot? he's 5'8". Well, first of all, is she hot? I, well, I'm, look, I have limited internet power at this house. You know that, so I, I can only look up height. He's 5'8". It says Usher's 5'8", but it says Little John, Lil John is 5'6". Yeah. And luckily, it all came up like right on the same page. So wow. I, I know you don't. You can't generally trust these, but it says Paul Walker was six two. Interesting. That sounds about right. Uh, okay, five eight. But if I'm pissing next to someone in five eight, I'm not going to think they're huge. No, 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 no. I'm not. Shorter. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that Usher must be. Well, it says that Usher is the same height, so he must yeah. have been wearing some sort of platforms. Ludicrous. I mean. Quite possibly. He was. Well, he was in sort of that Mad Max. Mad Max esque. Yeah. Like shoulder paddy yeah. outfit. Yeah, it was I guess football, one could say. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the only commercial I really remem- remember was Twisters, like the, Fuck. the, ah. the trailer. Yeah. Weirdest. Like, what are, did they literally remake, like, including the, the VFX shots of the little things going <laughs> in? I thought, like, this is Twister. Like, so is it is it a sequel or is it. You yeah, said it was a con- sequel. Continuing the story. Yeah. Or, or it's a reboot, I guess. Unless they're doing the thing where they're their parents or some shit. I don't know. It mm-hmm. must be that because it's Twisters. 
Oh, it's Twisters. twisters. Not Twist. Yeah, Twisters. Okay. Twi- I, they should have called it Twisted Sisters. And they already re- <laughs> they already revealed like the twist, like the the, the twist, twist the of Twisters. twisters. Oh. Wait, what's the twist? I was again half watching <laughs> because they were. He was. One of the guys, and they went in the car, they're like, oh, look, it's twins! And then there's a shot of two twisters. And that didn't happen in the first one? I don't remember that happening. I think the title gives that away, that it's going to happen anyway. So well, as much as the trailer their, reveals, yeah, twisters. Be, yeah, but at the same time? Yeah, of course. Of course. Come on. All right. Whatever. Uh, well, the, the reason that I, li- that I was going to say I liked it is on f- a week ago, like, yeah, so Friday... I was, I've had a friend in town and I met her for a drink and it's like uh, kind of a place. It's like coffee shop, one side bar on the other side. Okay. So we're sitting outside and a guy walks by and I'm like, I, oh, I know that guy. And then I was like, no, you know, you don't know him in real life. And I was like, oh yeah, no, no, he's a celebrity. And then, but he walked by pretty quick. And then I was like, ah, but is he, or like, did I see him in a TikTok or something? And I, my brain can't tell the difference anymore. Anyways, he walks back out, and I'm like, guys, like, do you know who that guy is? And they're like, that old man? I'm like, not the old man, that guy. And by the time, like, they even looked, he was wearing a baseball cap. He was gone. And it was bothering me so much. I was like, came home, I was like, Jill, like, you know who this is? Like, he's famous. He's a guy. uh, He's an actor. And she's like, "Uh, okay, well, do you want to just Google young male famous actor? See if that turns up anything for you. Timothy Chameleon. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so I was like well you're right I'm never gonna know I'm gonna never gonna be able to figure this out he's in fucking in Twisters wow. he's in Twisters the, so it he, was on and I was like that's the guy that's the guy main, main guy or Anthony Ramos or Ramos he was in uh, Hamilton so you probably know him the blonde guy Hamilton the, no the he's blonde not main blonde. character in he Twisters? has freckles oh never mind. Yeah. <clears throat> well not as famous as I thought yeah <laughs> He, he's an In the Heights. Okay. Anthony Ramos. Ramos. Okay. Ramos, perhaps. Ramos. Who did he play in Hamilton? Do you remember? Do you know? I've never seen it. I see. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I hesitate to ask, but did anything good or not good happen to you this week, or was it just watching the Super Bowl? And Rachel, did, you, did anything happen to you this week? Uh, well, I'm. <clears throat> I could tell you what I was going to tell you last week, but I was a little hesitant to, you know, bring it up because I was like, we were talking about how oh people might watch the episode and hear us talking shit about them. Like maybe I shouldn't add to that. Okay. But I don't. This oh, person, then you should definitely add to that. Yeah. <laughs> and this person will. I mean, it was the first time I met them at oh. at the pickleball court, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I think I've said numerous times, okay, it's time to get it together. You can't just exercise to lose weight. I need to, you know, focus on the math of the, the diet. Okay. And uh, Incorporate some healthy eating. Incorporate. You get fit at the gym, you lose weight in the kitchen. Right. That's right. And, you know, it doesn't matter how much I exercise. If I can't stop with the sweets, it's not going to help. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, you kind of have a picture of what you look like in the world you know, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm not that bad yet, and <laughs> it, it, <laughs> and then somebody says something to you, you're like, 
Okay, it's time. It's time to get serious. Hitting the desk. (laughs) No, I I liked it. I was waiting for you to say something, JD. But I was like, she's passionate. What are you gonna do? I'm passionate. Anyway, uh, so on the pickleball court, this lovely person I met for the first time at the very end of the the day, and she was lovely and. She had about 50 pounds on me, and I'm <laughs> and I'm like, it doesn't even cross my mind until of she course. says, okay, let's not let these skinny bitches beat us. And I'm like, <gasps> okay, it's oh. okay, okay, okay. Oh. This is oh, real. No. This is real. Gotta oh, do something no. about this. I'm sorry, honey. No. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Before you get too uh, downward spiral here. Describe the, your opponents, the women that she was referring to. What do you you mean? How like were they, they skinny? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. They have yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, smaller than myself. Okay, and definitely smaller than my partner. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we got this, sister. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Anyway, it was just another like, oh yeah, I. I got work to do. I got work to do. Like when I'm through COVID, when I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm going to have more peanut butter pie. It's going to be all right. And then you see pictures of yourself and you're like, I could have done with one less peanut butter pie. (laughs) Do you find that like shame and negative self-talk is a good motivator for you? (laughs) Well, I don't think she was like, it was like, it was not supposed to be shame. It was like. We got this sister. We got this fat sister. And I'm like, <laughs> you're right. We do got this. Um, yeah. But before I say this, I just want you to know that I believe that you can be healthy at any weight and yes, that absolutely. diet culture is ruining this country. Now, that being said, let's beat these skinny fucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, my food, my drug of choice is food. So that's a problem I have, mm. and it's something I need to deal with. Well, everybody likes food. <laughs> but, <laughs> yep, it's right. That's true. Now, that's a fact. But the peanut butter cups should not come into the house, no matter how on sale they are at Costco. <laughs> Fuck you, Costco. You're leaving money <laughs> on the table if you don't bring back that pallet of peanut mm-hmm. butter cups. That's right. Then you're going to have to go get one at the corner store. It's probably going to be triple the price That's there right. was by that, u- per unit. The, the ad was during the Super Bowl. Limited time only. The caramel giant oh, yeah. cup, peanut oh, butter can, cup. That's, can I say that is the worst of their big cups? I've tried oh, it. Oh, well, I wish I pretzel? could say the same. <laughs> have you had the one with the pretzel in it? No, and have you had the one with the good. chip in it? Those two are so much better because oh. it... Um, the chocolate is soft, the peanut butter is soft, then you get that little textural crunch and the saltiness. Uh, now that's the, what I meant. The too. caramel is providing you a bit of the saltiness, but it's just mush on mush. That's true. Yeah. It's still pretty good, though, and I don't really like that kind of thing. It's too good. Well, that was going to be in my newlywed. The, we had a tiebreaker question, which mm-hmm. was going to be uh, if you go to the store to pick up something, something like if you go to the store to pick up a treat for your partner, what would they want you to bring home or something like yeah. that? A, f- a food treat. That right. would have been the right Word it better, I swear. And my answer was going to be, for Jill, was going to be uh, uh, peanut, Reese's peanut butter cups. I was maybe going to specify big cup because she does love a big cup. You probably would have won. we never got to it. You probably would have won. Jackson loves peanut butter, and I swear it's because I ate 
so many peanut butter cups while I was pregnant and breastfeeding that he's got a taste for it. That kid had no chance of getting a peanut a peanut allergy. Let's just right. say that. That's also why he likes cocaine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he acts a little different now and then. <laughs> <laughs> He's special. Uh, okay, well, so do you do you think you'll play with this woman again, or are you going to avoid? I would love to. She seems really fun. Was she good at pickleball? Did you say that? Yeah, she was good. We were both at the bottom of our barrel at the end of the two and a half hours that we were working out. So both of us, if we're doing that much exercise, okay, you but, know where the problem is. It's right. in the fucking kitchen. But you're not. You're not. <laughs> You're saying working bottom of, out, bottom of the barrel of a peanut butter jar, or what? When you say that, what do you mean exactly? Uh, like we were like Winnie ex- the Pooh with your head in the honey, like you're. <laughs> yes, but uh, when you look at your Apple Watch and you're like, okay, I burned 1,200 calories. I think it's time to go now. I'm good. Yeah, that's a that's a shit ton of calories to burn. Right, but it's you that, could how you many could peanut, peanut butter, butter cups? Cup? Is that? <laughs> a pe- peanut butter cups probably what 130 calories, 150. I would say yeah. So know. you should have eaten ten. <laughs> she did. She did. <laughs> oh, she did. Good, she good, did. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. That's the and that's the problem. I mean, it's you know, as, as quickly as she burns it off, it's like I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. It's called being carbon neutral. Okay. <laughs> eat the packaging we, as we well. We support it. We support it. That's right. uh, wait, did you say, did you guys beat the skinny bitches or not? No, we didn't. Oh, goodness. <laughs> as I said. Skinny bitches with those lithe arms stretching out into the kitchen. But she also put a lot of pressure on me. As soon as she was like, oh, it was, this is Rachel? She was so hilarious. Your your reputation preceded you. Oh, this is the Rachel I've heard so much about. I thought she was going to break into a musical number. I'm like, what? We're going to kill these skinny bitches. (laughs) I got Rachel on my team. It was. Whoa, like, wait, 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 wait. You can't be the Rachel I've heard about. The Rachel I've heard about is a, a skinny, very woman. She can get all over that court. Mopping the floor with any skinny bitch that has a paddle in their hand. She's like, uh, uh, Rachel, you, you really should stay out of the kitchen. And then you're like, oh, sorry, my foot went <laughs> like, No, 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 uh, really, you should stay out of the kitchen. That's just a, but I this is a, a life But I peanut butter cup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's very rude of her, and I I don't like her, and I don't think you should uh, well, reward her by that, giving her your talented arm again. I don't think how, how can that be rude of her when she's kind of she's like she's like you're in the club with me, baby. Like she's like I didn't know I was in, I was a part of the club, but I guess I am. All right. I, I mean, is it, that a club you wanted to join? I had no choice. I've done this. I have. Put myself in this club without even knowing. No, 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 no. You're fine. You're burning 1,200 <laughs> calories a day. You're going to be fine. Anyway. Just eat, just eat nine peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> a simple solution. Done. Uh, well, similarly about bodies, I my bad thing that I have not been able to get over is um, I heard John Oliver on Mark Maron's podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know who you met, famously. <laughs> I met Mark Maron. <laughs> I would love to meet Mark Maron. <laughs> I found out that John Oliver is 46 years old. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, right? Thank you. That's the reaction <laughs> I had. I was like, in four years, like in one pandemic of a time period, I'm going to be John Oliver? 
Well, I, th- I bet he gets part of well, this. What do you, I'm sorry, what? He looks of- really old, I'm saying. And oh. it, it freaked me out. Oh. Like, John Stewart is 61 years old. Yeah. You're more John Stewart. John Oliver should have the decency to at least be in his mid no, to late 50s. No, no, no. You're going to be, you're going to be the John Stewart. I don't know. John Stewart is looking a little ragged. Ragged? Yeah. In a good He's way. In a good way, though. No, I He's know. He's 61. But I think, Matt, you're, you, you're going to age much better than both of them. Yeah, but, okay, but it was two things. It was two-pronged. One was like, Jesus, like, 46. Man, I'm getting on in years. And then yes. the other part of me was like, wow, like, I got, I got four more years to get my own show on HBO. <laughs> Doing the senior report, if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that just, it kind of blew my mind. Good for you, John Oliver. Like, you've done an incredible amount for being 46 and yeah. for not being American and for commenting on our politics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I did, did not know you were 46, sir, and I do apologize for that. <laughs> so how old did you think he was? In his 50s, for sure. Yeah, me too. Like, I wouldn't have hesitated. Really? I guess I remember Have him. you seen him? I've seen him, but I also remember him being on The Daily Show, and mm. I was definitely older than him then. So... Well, yeah, that's true. You're older than John Oliver. How does that make you feel? I feel I feel fine. I'm happy with my age. It's Good. perfect. It's fucking great. Um, okay, well, let me ask you this. Uh, on, on, on a what's bit. A... <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep saying that positive affirmation. Since we're doing the podcast report, I heard Larry David on Conan, which was, which was very good, very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he, so he, he told the story about how he was invited somewhere and he wants to make it uh, a policy that is not rude or that it's like de rigueur to when you're invited to, to a dinner party, ask, okay, who else is going to be there? Right. And they're laughing about it. He's like, why have you done it? He's like, yeah, I did do it. And they're like, well, how did it go over? He said, not well, <laughs> which understandable. Now, we'd, I think we'd all like to know who's going when we get invited somewhere. Yeah. Am I wrong about that? That's no. the instinct? You don't want to know, Rachel? No, no. I, yes, absolutely. That is, yes. Yeah. Okay, but would you, would you ever ask anyone? I, I mean, it I... Depends on who it is. I don't think it, we've had to because, well, first of all, we don't get invited anywhere. Second of all... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you shit talk everyone you know on this podcast. Right? Even strangers. So like, why would we, would we invite friends. Rachel so that she spins our, <laughs> spins our foibles into podcast gold? <laughs> Um, but also we're normally told at the time, like, oh, well, this person, this person, this person, they, they tell us in advance. Oh. Okay. Well, I, I've been to invite to many places where like, even when you get, um, a paperless post, like a e-vite mm. and y- sometimes you can see who has RSVP'd. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wait. I'll wait to see who's uh, checking in before. Wow. Uh, uh, I don't want to be the first one. I don't want to be an eager beaver, even though I probably would be the first one to look at it. Um, but sometimes they'll they'll put that private, and when they do, I'm like, "You've robbed me of a great joy in my life and, and a wonderful procrastination tool." So it's will if you see somebody on that list, you'll be like, mm, "I'm busy." No, not necessarily. I sometimes I just want to feel prepared. Right. You sometimes want I want to make sure yourself. my enemies are not right mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. But also, like I I've been in the situation where. People make like it sort of seems that the invitation is a party, and then you show up and you're kind of in your head, like, where is everyone? Right. And then as the minutes tick by, you realize no one else is coming. Oh, they just invited me over. I don't like, I don't know why they made it sound <laughs> like this weird. was a thing. 
That's weird. But but the what about the opposite? When people are like, oh, you want to hang out on Friday? And you're like, sure. And then you go over and it's like a full-on dinner party or something with, with six other couples. That's also weird. That does happen a lot, actually, now that I think about it. And I'm like, oh, well, I thought this was going to be more intimate. Okay, fine. Yeah. I guess I'm not enough for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, anyways, so like showing up be... somewhere and the and there's like a couple couple of couples that you don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah. not expecting yeah. it because it's like familiar friends who normally invite you and it's just a small group. Right. Okay, so explain to me, JD, why is it rude to ask, regardless of whether you think it is? Because I think everyone would respond to that negatively if you were the host. You're asking me so if, why? It's, yeah, like why can you put your rude? finger on why people think it's rude to ask? <sighs> I mean, no, I cannot. I can't. Really? Okay. If I was sad at it, (laughs) well, I guess because you you want to, if you are a person who likes to throw dinner parties or parties, part of the art of it is curating this exclusive group of people, and that Mm -hmm. you want to put into a mixing bowl, and you know, and see how that reacts, and and you're questioning my judgment. You know what I mean? Like, right. There's a lot yeah, of people exactly. coming and you're all going to love each other and it's going to be great. The chemistry is going to be amazing because I've had it. I've got like my always sunny in Philadelphia chart mm-hmm. of who's going to like who. It's like p- putting people like the seating arrangements at a, at a wedding or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's definitely that. But I think it, isn't it also just like inviting you to my house is something nice that I'm doing. And it's weird for you to make. Uh, like stipulations when I do something nice for you. I'm doing something nice by inviting you over. So just say thank you. Don't like be like, well, what do you, what, what kind of drinks you got? <laughs> right. Right. Well, I think that's almost a little different. Like, well, what are you going to feed me is a little bit more rude than who am I going to spend well, five okay, hours with potentially? Yeah, okay. Go ahead. L- let me read you an email we got to the account. Okay. This is, this is a question that's good enough to be on Is This Good, but we're doing it right here on The Great Beyond, okay? You never know where things are going to pop up. Uh, hi, guys. My mother-in-law is staying with us at the moment. Some nights she eats dinner. Some nights she just has a protein shake. By the way, this is nuts to me. Is this good? Liquid dinners. Yuck. Anyways, I cook the majority of meals in our house, so before getting started the other night, I asked her if she was eating dinner that night. Her response... What are you making? Resisting the urge to tell her what I thought of that question, I calmly told her, lentil doll with homemade flatbreads, in case you were wondering. I brought this up with my wife later, saying that I thought it was inappropriate and rude to ask what I was cooking when being offered dinner. My wife didn't see the problem. What do you think? Is it okay to ask what someone is cooking when they offer to make dinner for you? Have a good day. That's from Hugh. So I think this is very analogous to the asking who's coming thing. On one hand, the wife's like, what's the big deal? She was just curious what you were making. But I am on Hugh's side. I would bristle if I said, I'm making dinner for you. And you were like, well, what you got in that cauldron? (laughs) I've had somebody ask us what we were having and then go, oh, I'm going to bring this instead. It's (gasps) okay. You don't have to cook. I'm like, okay. Was it a dietary restriction or just a taste? Just a... No, that's not going to work for me. I'll cook and bring the food. I don't remember this. That's, I'm not going to bring it up, but it's... <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say One less you. dinner party you're going to be invited exactly. to. <laughs> but you, so you weren't relieved and like, oh, cool. I said fine because I'm like, 
Okay. That's how what this What were you is- going to make? My famous hot dog soup. It might give away. <laughs> Ambrosia salad. I just got this new cookbook from the 1950s. It will give too much away if I say. <laughs> but to me, that's grounds for a disinvitation or if because I'm a coward for me saying, you know what? Jill got sick. We're not having people <laughs> yes. over in the end. I mean, I think it's just like like this mother-in-law. I eat what I want when I want. I don't I don't care what any of you want. It's about me. And that That's is so fucking rude. rude. That is so rude. That's insane. That's like three levels ruder than uh, Hugh's situation here. But that is that's crazy to me. And then the confidence also that person for that, like everyone else at dinner party to wonder like, wait, why is she eating? <laughs> right. Bulgur. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't cook at all. That person brought, brought everything for everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is wait. Now that's. Two more steps, Ruder. She's saying, next not level. just like, I have a dietary restriction or I'm trying to be healthy. She's saying, you can't cook for <laughs> shit. I don't even think it was that. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I think it was. What else was it? What else was it? You're Gordon Ramsay, but I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was, I don't want to eat that. This is what I want to eat. Right. Then why does everyone else have to eat that? Because what that... That person was making it was clearly superior. <laughs> oh, and, w- and if you're being if you're being honest, was it? Oh, probably it was. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, it was much more complex, and this was just like comfort food I was making. It wasn't a special dinner. It was just like, okay, let's do this, and this is what we're gonna have. Oh no, no, let me take care of it. I want to make this. I'm like. Okay, well. <laughs> because clearly you don't want to cook. If this is what you're making, <laughs> exactly. clearly you don't want to put any effort into this. I want to have an enjoyable evening and an enjoyable meal, so I'm bringing over all of the food. I'm not going to waste the calories on that bowl of shit you're going to serve me. I'd rather have this. Yeah, I mean, and just like, okay. I, that's a, I, I kind of respect it. I kind of respect it. <laughs> one, one level ruder would be, what are you making? You tell them. And then they're like, you know, I just saw um, Subway's doing a party sub. Very economical. Yeah. I'll just pick up McDonald's for yeah. everyone. I'll just pick up McDonald's. Um, just just lay some plates out. Or just Throw give me a protein shake. That's much better. Yeah. The mother-in-law, the move for the mother-in-law is no thanks. I'm having a shake tonight. <laughs> like, don't ask what, like, if you don't well, want to you- risk it. Then just say, I'm having my shake. It's a shake night tonight. That mother-in-law is going to be alone in the old folks' home for many years if she doesn't get her shit together. The daughter's fine with it. The daughter was fine with it. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is... You're right, because then doesn't it beg the question when she says, what are you making? He says, lentil doll with homemade flatbreads. She says, nah. And then you're like, oh. Now it's definitive proof that I'm, what I'm making isn't good enough for right. you. Yeah. Go drink your fucking bee pollen smoothie instead. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. But, is- uh, so- you know, but on, a, on one hand as well, it's just like, mm, I don't care for that. I, like, I don't, that's not something that I want to eat. It's right? one meal. You're, You're right. And that, that's why I'm saying, like, if you don't want to risk saying no, like, you cannot ask. Don't ask. The answer is no. I'm having a shake tonight. 
That's the only move by the mother. I don't understand why no, the, you can't the, the real answer is, oh my God, that's amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. That's the real answer. Yeah. Well, it's the whole practice but, but, of dining together and being a part of a community. I know. I get all that. I get all that. But this mother-in-law is staying with them and sometimes eats and sometimes doesn't eat. Right? Yeah. She, so the move is for her not to ask what's for dinner. It's a yes or no question. But she lives with them or she's just like... Staying. Scum comes stay. to stay often. Right? Staying with, uh, staying with us at the moment. Oh, at oh. the moment. So she's living there. She's living there. Yeah. 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 It's, I think I think the move is... Um, you. She says, what are you cooking? You tell her a bad dish. She says, no, not interested in eating. Then you make her favorite dish and you do not make enough for her. So when she's sitting at the table eating, <laughs> drinking her smoothie, she's like, oh, wow, I'd love a bite of that. Like, oh, I'm sorry, you said you didn't want dinner. I, it turns out I didn't have lentil doll, um, but I did have this Wagyu steak. Uh, so I made that instead and it's, I'm sorry, did not make enough for you. There's a raw one if you want to chomp into that. It's frozen still. It is frozen. Uh, did I say anything about housekeeping? I can't remember. No. Okay, let's restart the show then. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash isthisgood. You'll get ad-free episodes. You'll get access to our thriving community on Discord. You'll get an exclusive episode every month. Uh, by the way, saw someone uh, pop into the Discord for the first time. Okay. And uh, say their first comment was, wow, this community really is thriving. Wow. Oh, that's okay. nice. Just like I say. Yes. So nice. Just like I say. Uh, and that person was was uh, Liam Paul, who I know. Uh-huh. Shout out to you, Liam. Thanks for listening. Uh, you know what I'm going to say? Something I've not said in a long time. We have merch. Yes. Isthisgoodpod.com. The Is This Good Retro Tee took the nation by storm. Mm-hmm. Well, there are still some left, so I guess not that stormy. <laughs> but It wasn't twisters. It wasn't twisters. It was just one twister. <laughs> Yeah. We're looking to add the second. Be the second twister. Gobble up that is this good pod.com yeah. merch. And people course, are always asking, me. how do you support the show? How can how I support you... the show? Yes. Go buy a t shirt. Wear it around. When people ask you about it, say it's a podcast. Say it's your favorite podcast, even if it isn't. You're you're supporting the show. Mm-hmm. You say, Hey, do you want to listen to a podcast with me? They say, Well, which podcast? You say <laughs> That's very rude. That's, that's like asking me what I'm going to be cooking for dinner. That's right. <laughs> just drink your uh, shake and move on. Just, yes, exactly, exactly. And, of course, it's full on February. Mm. And, again, we don't know what that means. So that's up to your own interpretation. Whether that means emailing me, whether that means buying some merch, hey, that's up to you. Uh, do you have anything else you need to get to, J.D.? I have an, an email here that I was going to read. but no, let's uh, do it. Let's do it. Okay, meaning you don't have anything else. I mean, not really. Nothing fun. Nothing okay. fun. Great. Off the top of my head. Well, well I was going to read this to you last week, but then you said that last week's show was too dark. <laughs> oh, oh we're, Uh-oh. we're bringing it down, are we? <laughs> yeah, we're bringing it down at the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> big finish. Okay, so someone uh, wrote in to say, I mean, the subject line of this email was, okay, maybe kind of dark, but dot, dot, dot. Okay. Sending goodbye texts before imminent death is oh. this good? Oh. I would argue not good. 
I, for one, would never want to be on the receiving end of any kind of goodbye or I love you text from someone who was about to die, even significant others. It would likely haunt me forever. I would even go so far as to say it's somewhat impolite. <laughs> if, if you're going to leave behind some sort of message, maybe make it all-inclusive in some way. Anyways, cheers, love the show, Chris. Mm. I just thought, what if, like, again, I don't know if everyone thinks this way, but I've definitely thought about this, like, about me sending the goodbye text. Because I think about it when I get on an airplane. Like, if we're going down, right. let's say, if I'm on a Boeing plane <laughs> and I'm going down. It didn't crash, just to, to, be, uh, to be fair. Okay, but they had problems with their other planes a few years back. Okay, yeah, you're right. That you're did right. crash. So okay, all right. Both Still the safest crashed. way to travel. For me, Airbus or nothing. <laughs> okay. Like all the kids to talk, yo, who's your favorite um, giant multinational airline manufacturer, <laughs> airplane manufacturer? Lockheed Martin? Anyways, <laughs> I do think like if it's going down, what do I do? Like I'm not going to have a lot of time. I'm not going to have reception to call anyone. Right. So do you just send a text to like, do I just send a text to Jill and she's supposed to know like that she should be reading this to everyone? Like if I say just love you. Mm-hmm. I kind of want that to mean like that's my message to the world, but it's your like I love you, Jill. I love you, mom. I love you, dad. I love you, sister. Yeah, Yeah, and and go spread that word. Right now, is it an imposition on Jill? Yeah, but I think she can handle it. (laughs) But (laughs) okay, so but the the text says love you, or so because okay maybe I have time to write love you all. Right to Jill. So this guy's saying. It's a lot of pressure on him to receive this text. Mm-hmm. But sorry, you're not a good friend then. Like, I, I have many people in my phone that I could text that, that they're like, oh, that's weird. Matt just texted me, I love you all. The mm-hmm. next day, they release the manifest. They find out I was on the, the Boeing. And they're going to put two and two together and go, I better say he, he left this world with a message of love to all. To everybody. To everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like if if Jill goes on CNN, right? She could say he had a message for the world for all <laughs> for all of you. All he those. loves yeah. you all. Uh, he had a message for the world. It was buy Doge. Okay, that's weird. I don't know why he said that. I didn't know that he owned crypto. Oh, I didn't know this man I married. Uh, anyways, well, what do you think? Do you think that it's not good to send a goodbye text? Because it would haunt the person forever? I think you should know that it made the person who was about to die feel better. And if it did that much in someone's last minutes, you're going to be okay with it. It was not like, I fucking hate you. I can't believe you ruined my life. And then you died. It was a probably I love you. I mean. I guess. I mean, you could go. You could go the spite way. You could say this is my time to like in almost famous when the plane's going down. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck. Yeah. Exactly. I say that not the way to go out. Don't do that. Send a message of love. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want, you could steal my my amazing goodbye quote. <laughs> love. What did I? I love you all. I love, I love you, you all. all. I love you all. And you know what? It's in the eye of the of the receiver. So yeah. someone that I didn't even like that much here said, "They're like, oh, that's so nice. He went to his death." Thinking of me. me. Thinking of me. I mean. Yeah. Now, I will haunt that person and be like, I didn't. I didn't mean you. Not you. 
Honey, the air conditioner seems to be speaking <laughs> the words <laughs> that the wasn't for you to me. Do you know what that could be? <laughs> How fitting that you would be stuck in an air conditioner <laughs> in <the> afterlife. <laughs> I'd love it. Keep, me, keep my corpse at a cool 67? I, what a dream. Well, but it would never work. That's the thing. It would be in the fucking double, de- double tree Orlando or wherever you were. Okay, before we go, everyone, let's go around the table. Which um, appliance would you like to haunt when you die? Okay, uh, let's see. Um, the carbon monoxide detector. Really? Just go off when you Oh, just that beep, like... beep, beep. The most annoying one. She yeah. Picked. She picked. But it's just a human voice going, beep. It's my legacy. Beep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Give me the, give me the, the dishwasher. The dishwasher. The yeah. Why? Interesting. Well, you know, I love a bath. I love the water. Um, oh, okay. I like the way you're warm and this. sudsy in there. Uh-huh. I, the, and plus, I get the satisfaction of seeing the dishes being done, like, <laughs> every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of people don't know this, but you know when you when the dishwasher has finished the heat cycle, the drying cycle, and you open it and a little bit of uh, mist pops out? Sure. It's a dream, yeah. That's your dead uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Saying... I love you all. <laughs> Saying, you're not supposed to put the knives in. The knives get dull when you put them in. This plastic has BPB in it. BPA. A BPA. What's that? A, the bowling trophy? Hold on. <laughs> it's the bowlers player, bowling players association. Everyone, PBA. That's it. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, we sure had a lot of fun today. Yeah. Uh, just to, for the record, I'm out on. I think it's it is rude to send a. a, a <laughs> you do come on, text. really? Really, a love uh, a love note? You wouldn't send note? anything. He barely the, talks to his family now. He's that's not true. Do it the, later. Uh, I mean, every time you leave the house, you go, "Love you, bye." You know, that could be it. That's it. <laughs> That's the text. That's the... <laughs> Here, Okay, here's an, another little hack. Instead of texting it, you tweet it. That way, I, ah. love, I, I love you all. Yeah. That way, it literally goes to everyone. Mm-hmm. And then when they find out you're dead, that tweet's probably going viral. Finally. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, more followers on social media. Sorry, if it's a <laughs> message of love, it's definitely not going viral. On, on Twitter, anyway. Oh, that's true. No, I think it is. I think it is because... They would put, um, someone would RT the report of the crash. Ooh. Okay. And then they would put your, your tweet over it. Okay. Who, the onus People. is on whom for this? Someone. Someone looking for clout. <laughs> Jill, this is Jill's, I don't know. Jill's, Jill's job. job. No, she's not on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. Well, I don't think it's rude, and I'm going to do it. Okay, good. Okay. Good. Um, Hit us but that's and just me. I'm thoughtful. So what are you doing in a group group chat then? Or uh, I mean, honestly, I'm probably trying to send it to as many places as possible. <sighs> Come on, you're not gonna have the your your plane is crashing. You're not gonna yeah. have uh, the presence of mind to to text somebody. I I don't think so. What else am I doing? Dying, freaking out, the, freaking out. The whole like. I don't know. Like the the if the plane is about to crash, it's like like if the fuselage is compromised. It just depends how high we are. If we're high up and we've run out of uh, fuel, let's say okay. we can glide for a while. Yeah, and that's we know true. we're facing imminent death, but 
I don't think they'd or tell would you. you I guess you'd. They yeah. Wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Yeah, you'd probably be like, I'm sure we'll. I'm sure there'll be a farmer's field somewhere we could land in. <laughs> I'm glad you saved this till the end is all I have to say. <laughs> because it is better than starting it off with a death like last time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, so we we're like a plane die. that is cra- run out of gas and we are coasting towards the ground. And Sully ain't there to save no us. No Sully. Aww. No Sully. Join us on Monday for the return of the wheel. The wheel. That's everyone right. loves the wheel, but not everyone can handle the wheel. But to this week's or next week's guest can. That's Jay Skeets. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted the wheel. I said, you're going to get the wheel. It's <laughs> where we put 18 topics onto a wheel. JD spins it. We have no idea what's going to come up. Comes up. Boom. We got to talk about it. And go uh, to YouTube.com to watch that because that wheel <laughs> looks game show ready. It's I mean, hold on, hold on. It looks better than it looks when we're doing it live. Yes. Yeah, so? Well, I wouldn't say oh, it you, looks you amazing. It, it, it looks fine. Lower your expectations. It looks better than in just the website, free website that we used. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're thrifty. Uh, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Why don't you go pick up some merch? Isthisgoodpod.com. Subscribe everywhere. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This was JD, Matt, and Rachel. Reaching out from the great beyond, because we're dead. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. Uh, Bye. I love you all. (laughs) 